Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys Quick and Dirty Tips to Slim Down and Shape Up. My name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy. Despite the explosion of activity trackers and fitness bands on the market, there's actually very little evidence that shows that they can improve your health. And although it would be easy to blame the trackers themselves, well, I think that there is more to this issue than simply inaccurate data. Cool, flashy, and hardcore-looking wristbands that promise to measure your heart rate, your steps, your sleep, your calories burned, and even your stress levels can be seen on everyone these days. And yet, obesity and cardiovascular disease remain on the rise. How can that be? Well, many fitness researchers and coaches believe that there is a disconnect between the wearable fitness tracker market and how people are using them, or rather, not using them. In a nutshell, recording all that data doesn't necessarily lead to behavior changes, which, in the end, is the real goal. Now, one perplexing study, among many negative studies, was released in September of 2016, and it was called The Effect of Wearable Technology Combined with a Lifestyle Intervention on Long-Term Weight Loss. Now, that study showed that people who didn't use fitness trackers at all actually lost more weight, 8 pounds on average, than their smartwatch-wielding friends. Now, despite this and other damning evidence, a few years later, the fitness tracker industry is even bigger, with more options to choose from, and, well, as far as I can tell, it shows no sign of slowing down. So, what the heck is going on? A business guru named Peter Drucker is often quoted as saying, If you can't measure it, you can't improve it. I'm sure you've heard that quote somewhere before at a conference, or read it on an inspirational poster on Pinterest. It's a good quote, and for the most part, I totally agree with it. Like any good soundbite, it's catchy, motivational, and seems logical. But also, as with many good soundbites, it is missing the meat of the message. Surely, if Mr. Drucker weren't aiming for a pithy quote, he would have gone on to say something like, but once you measure it, you must put a plan into place to improve it. And that is where I believe the biggest issue with this fitness tracker craze begins. We have a dizzying array of ways to measure our movement and our exercise in different colors and styles to match our outfits, but most of them provide little to no actual help or advice on the ways to use those measurements. 
Now, in that study that I mentioned earlier, all 471 participants were placed on a low-calorie diet. They were given a fitness plan to increase their activity and had group counseling sessions. After six months of all that, the researchers added in telephone counseling sessions, text message prompts to get them moving, and some additional study materials. At the same time, some participants were told to start self-monitoring and self-reporting their diet and their physical activity, while other participants, the Enhanced Intervention Group, as it was called, were given a wearable fitness tracker and that device's accompanying website to monitor their diet and their physical activity. So, the only difference between these two groups' plans was that one group self-reported and the other used a fancy device. Sounds like a no-brainer for the fancy device group to succeed, right? And yet, the study concluded that adding a wearable fitness device to a slightly basic fitness and nutrition program resulted in less weight loss over the two years. And the researchers wrote that, and I quote, Devices that monitor and provide feedback on physical activity may not offer an advantage over standard behavioral weight loss approaches. And this helps explain why 2017 statistics show that one-third of people stop using fitness trackers within six months of buying them, and about half of all purchasers will eventually abandon their device altogether. It's clear that they're not doing their job, but what exactly is their job? You know, as a coach, I rely on my athletes actually wearing some type of tracker so I can check up and check in on them. For example, if a runner that I'm coaching does not use a tracker and I tell her to go out and perform 3 by 800 meter repeats in heart rate zone 4, well, sure, I can trust her to nail the workout and then I'll proceed as planned. But if she's wearing a fitness tracker and I can see that her pace dropped significantly since the last time we did that workout of a similar distance in that same heart rate zone, well, I have some important information to work from. I can then make an educated guess about her recovery state, her general health, and her fitness level. I can also take some time to talk to her and delve deeper into her mood, her nutrition, or even her hydration state. The data is a wonderful stepping off point for me to dive deeper. And I could say, we measured it, so we can change it. There was a study in Singapore that aimed to investigate whether the use of activity trackers alone or in combination with cash incentives or charitable donations done in their name actually led to increases in physical activity and better health. Now, at the beginning of the study, 201 people were given nothing. 203 people were given Fitbits to monitor their activity. 199 people were allowed to make charitable donations based on their activity level, and 197 people were given actual cash for their improvements. Now, unlike the first study, there was no plan in place at all. The incentives were simply tied to weekly steps and moderate to vigorous physical activity bouts that were measured in minutes per week. And the outcome, or success, was measured in steps per week with rewards being given for meeting 70,000 steps per week and a few other health-related outcomes like blood pressure, body weight, and quality of life measures. 
Not surprisingly, the cash incentive was the most effective at increasing the moderate to vigorous physical activity minutes per week after six months, but that ended quickly as soon as that cash incentive was removed. And after 12 months of use, the Fitbit was actually deemed to have not affected overall health or fitness. And that was true even when it was combined with the cash incentive. So once again, I arrive at the same conclusion that by simply wearing a device, glancing at your steps, your heart rate, distance, your wildly inaccurate calories burned, or whatever info you feel is pertinent to your lifestyle is simply not helpful. There must be a way to use that data to form a plan of action, and you must use that information to inform your fitness plan for the next day, the next week, and the next month. You must have the ability and the desire to analyze that data and make future decisions around your overall fitness goals, similar to the way that I described how I do for my athletes that I coach. Now, sure, this could sound like a big commercial for myself and my fellow coaches, and it could very well be, but it doesn't have to be that complicated. It is possible for anyone to build a fitness plan and stick to it. And this may come as a surprise to you, but it doesn't have to involve a device at all. I mean, right? <laughs> it's true. We have been an active and fit species for a very long time now. I mean, heck, the ancient Greeks managed to invent the Olympics without a Fitbit strapped to their toga. So how do we do this? At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea. Totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Okay, now let's talk about how we can actually use these fitness trackers for the power of good. I mean, since we have them, we may as well use them, right? And by use them, I mean use them correctly. So here are my tips to use your Fitbit, your Garmin, your Apple Watch, your Polar, your Suntu, your Misfit, your Move, your LG, your Huawei, your Withings, your Samsung, or your TomTom, just to name a few, <laughs> to create some real change in your fitness and wellness. Now, the first tip is to do some research on the biometric data that you plan to collect. You'll be a lot more successful if you educate yourself on this stuff. 
simply knowing your heart rate, your hours of sleep, or calorie burn rate, well, that isn't enough. You have to know what those numbers mean and what they indicate. A good place to start is to go to quickanddirtytips.com and look for articles like how to use your heart rate during a workout, how to start running, how many calories am I burning, and how are calories in food measured. And I'll put links to all of those over at getfitguy.quickanddirtytips.com and look for episode 381. Now my next tip is to spend some time finding out what your baseline is. Before you jump into a training program, find out where you are right now by simply going about your daily life and tracking it. If you're only walking 5,500 steps per day right now, well, don't go immediately and aim for 15,000. It is important to know first your current fitness level so you can avoid that good old too much too soon trap and end up, well, injured or sick. Now my next tip is set a specific goal. Not just get in shape or lose weight or move more. Get specific with your fitness goals. Goals like be able to cycle to work three times per week, or be able to run 10 kilometers in less than 45 minutes, or simply to add a serving of vegetables to your lunch and walk for 15 minutes after dinner. Find a goal that means something to you and it will be easier to stay on course. Now my next tip is lay out a plan to reach that goal. Increasing your distance or duration by 10% per week is a great place to start, but you can also do some research online and reference some other training programs to draw inspiration. Look at where you are and where you want to be and then map out a plan to get there. And my next tip is to monitor your data like a coach. It is fine to use your intuition or your gut to interpret those numbers. If your heart rate is going up but your pace is going down, well, it's probably time for a rest day or maybe two. If your speed or distance isn't getting any better, can you pinpoint what's going wrong and try approaching it from another angle? Having that data means you can experiment on yourself and see the results of those experiments reflected in hard numbers. And my final tip is don't be afraid to readjust your plan based on that data. You have the data, so use it to inform your plan in real time. If things are going really well for you and you feel great, well, try accelerating the curve. If you're feeling tired and your numbers are dropping, perhaps you need to sketch out a new plan. I only write my plans week by week so I can see the data before I lock in the workouts, and that is a perfect way to use those devices for the power of good. You know, in the past couple of years, a few of the devices have started giving more quote-unquote advice, but in my experience, it isn't quite there yet. I routinely ignore my Garmin's assertions that I need to take nine hours to recover from a workout that clearly left me destroyed and obviously deserves at least 24 or 48 hours to recover from. I also find myself talking my runners off a ledge when their device predicts that, based on their most recent workouts, they should be able to run a marathon a full half hour faster than their last PR or personal record. Now, as much as we want to believe that, that magnitude of improvement is rarely ever true. On the other hand, the 24-7 tracking software in my Garmin 4Runner has been doing a very nice job of ramping up my goal of steps per day, and it's basing it off the previous day's average. 
It's also pretty good at dropping that goal back down when I forget to wear the device for a few days in a row and it presumes that I've been hitting the couch hardcore. So the things are coming along, but we don't quite have a tiny coach on our wrist or in our pocket just yet. Now until that happens, don't be one of those people who passively hope that by simply wearing some yoga pants, popping some creatine pills, and constantly wearing a heart rate strap, that somehow you're going to get six-pack abs and place in your age group at the local 10k race. Seize the opportunity at this time when these devices are rampant and use it to educate yourself and unleash the athlete you know you have hidden inside you. Now, for more tracker info, smartwatch tips, and to join in the wearable conversation, head over to facebook.com slash getfitguy or twitter.com slash getfitguy or getfitguy.quickanddirtytips.com, where I have links to all the studies I talked about today, the other quick and dirty tips articles, and all kinds of other stuff. Now, my name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of seventh generation. Find seventh generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at seventhgeneration.com. Weight Bear's biggest sale of the year is back. Get ready for Weigh Day. For three days only, May 4th through May 6th, you can get up to 80% off at Weight Bear. Save on sofas and cookware, dining sets and rugs and beds, wall art, bar cards, floor lamps, sailing fans, home decor, all things outdoor, and way more. Plus, everything ships free. Don't miss the sale to get up to 80% off everything home, even a garden gnome. Weigh Day starts May 4th. Head to Wayfair.com now to start filling your cart. Wayfair, every style, every home.